What is going on, guys? This is your boy Trey here, back with the kettle where we brew all the tea. I apologize in advance. I'm, uh, if you, yeah, like that, if you hear me sort of, I'll try my best not to because I know when I hear other people doing videos and they're like sniffling like that, I'm like, Jesus, man, go blow your nose. Quit eating snot or eating boogers, is what I like to call it. But, um, yeah, I apologize in advance if I do that every now and again. I'm just getting over a little cold, as I don't know if you can maybe tell in my voice. Uh, I uh, went on vacation, and I slept next to um, the AC, and that AC was so, man, it was freezing in that room, and I uh, came home, and I was like, man, I think, I, since I slept next to that AC, I got a little cold going on, I mean, it wasn't bad, as bad as I normally get, but I mean, yeah, my immune system sucks, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to hang on here, but I was, I don't have time to do a podcast tomorrow, and I was like, I said I was going to do one this week. Uh, oh, I was going to do two next week, but I was like, you know what, it's Friday, I was just uh, playing Assassin's Creed 4, I got that from my local library, uh, they have games there, so I was like, let me get this, I I played it once before, but you know, I was like, let me relive some memories of the old Assassin's Creed games I just played, it was really good, I played it once, and so I um got that from the library, and I've been playing that lately, so that's what I've been doing, playing that, playing a lot of games on my Xbox, um, uh, oh, man. How how you guys doing today? Today Today's pretty good. You know, still alive, still breathing. I'm doing pretty good. Other than this cold, my nose is killing me. And, um, had, I had some toilet paper in my bathroom. I had, like, three rolls, and now I got, like, one left because I've been using it. I used, like, two in one day. That's not good. Um, but, yeah. Um, let's see. I was, um, my vacation was good, if you want to know. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was well-deserved. I really deserved to get a vacation, but while I was on there, I was just thinking about some things that I could talk about the podcast, and you know, I was talking to, I forgot who I was, I was talking to somebody, and we were talking about uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and the conspiracy theories that comes with it and everything, and they were like, conspiracy theories, I mean, he was just one person, I was like, yeah, I agree, he was just, I believe he was just one person, he was such a great shot, now, now here's the thing. Over, like, I think 50% it was of people in America believe that it was not just one person and he didn't act alone. And he did it with somebody else. Now, in my opinion, I just think he was such a great shot. There was no magic bullet. There was nothing like that. It was just a great... Because you, you got to think about it. You have to think. Okay, come on. You guys think with me? Think about this here. You're in a car, right? Convertible, by the way. Oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, it was actually raining... That day, he was supposed to have the hood on because it was raining. They said they may have had to put the hood on, but it got clear outside and it stopped raining. That's just a little, I guess, truth for you. But um, think think about this with me here. You drive. Oh, uh, the drink of the day. Oh, I forgot to say that. I don't think I have anything. I have nothing. So while I'm talking, I'm out of luck. If my mouth gets dry and I get thirsty, I almost want to go grab my water bottle right quick, but I don't want to leave you guys hanging. You know what? I will be right back. I'm going to go get my water bottle, guys. Um, I wish I had some theme music I could play in background. Just, I don't know. Think of the Japanese theme music. You know, the do do I will be right back. I promise.
I don't know if y'all can hear me. I'm yelling across the room, but I am back. Alright, sorry for that. Uh, hopefully y'all thought of Jeopardy theme music. Speaking of Jeopardy, I'll get back to the Lee Harvey Oswald thing and driving the car, but um <coughs> sorry about that. Told you I was sick, but um I was watching Jeopardy last night and I think it was a team challenge or something like that. And you know the buzzes that they give them? Man, I cannot tell you how many times I saw them. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but if you can, that's how they were pressing the buzzers. It was like, Jesus, man. Excuse me. They're pressing it so hard. Like, my goodness. I had to catch my breath. I just ran to get my water bottle. <laughs> I didn't want you. Uh, I didn't want to be gone for too long, man. I had to catch my breath, guys. See what happens when you don't work out like you're supposed to. I haven't worked out maybe like a week and a half, maybe. It's not that I didn't have time. I did. I'm just... Quite lazy at times. Playing a lot of games recently. Okay, back to the um, Lee Harvey Oswald on the car situation. Okay, oh, drink of the day is water. I don't know if I told you that, but um, yeah, back to the car. Think about this with me. You're in a convertible, driving slowly so you can see everybody and wave at everybody. You have a sniper rifle. I think it was a, an Italian Caragno. I excuse my um, um, the way I pronounce it. I'm sorry. It's C R A. A-C-N-O, Caragno. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. Don't get upset at me. But um, the Italian Caragno, that's the rifle that he used. With a scope. And you're in a building, high ground. And the car is just moving by slow. I believe anybody could have made that shot. Anybody could have made that shot. I mean, that was just like, it was... And I hate... I, I don't necessarily hate it, but I almost hate it when people are like, man... You know, that was a hard shot to make. That was a magic bullet because it, like, curved or something like that. And then it hit him. I'm like, guys, no, no, no. You you spend too much time thinking about it. He acted alone. He was just a great shot. He was above average. He was in the Marines, I think. Yeah, he was in the military. He was above average when it came to his uh, shots that he fired with a sniper rifle. He was above average. So, I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to think. I believe that dude was ridiculous when it came to firing that shot and it wasn't a magic bullet it wasn't what anybody else say that's that's what i believe i don't believe in the whole conspiracy theories of how you know i think the biggest one is it was like this guy that was um in a bush or something like that and he fired a shot also at the president and the guy sitting behind him i forgot what the guy sitting behind him his name was i'm a history buff i should know but i forgot um but, you know, people are saying, oh, it was like four other guys in four different areas. Or, this guy was in here. This guy was in there. This guy was in here. This guy was there. And if it didn't work out, then, you know, that would be bad. By the way, maybe I'll share a story with you guys. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure a lot of people know this, but I think I'll share the story. If you do, then, I mean, I guess just you skip through or listen to the story, I guess. Take a sip of water. But we'll get back to Lee Harvey Oswald and talk about that. But, um... Archduke Francis Ferdinand, I think his name was. Him and his wife. He, um... They were... Try, uh, this was started World War One. He was the, um... Oh, what was he? He wasn't a king or nothing like that. But he was, like... The heir to the throne, he was. For, I think... It wasn't Austria-Hungary. It was one of those countries. I forgot. Um, for a guy who's a history buff, I sure forget a lot of things. I apologize. But, um, anyways... There were three people that were going to assassinate him. They were put at three places. They were like, okay, so one of us is going to be here, one of us is going to be here, one of us is going to be here. So if the first person messes up, you got the second person. Second person messes up, you got the third person. 
So they're like, okay, that's how we're going to do things. So driving by, driving by in the car, convertible, by the way. And why is it always the convertibles that these guys get killed in? I don't know, maybe maybe they should start. Which is probably why I don't. they have like a limousine now where the president goes, which is smart, I guess. But um, first guy, you know, our street passed by, him and his wife. I think his wife was pregnant, by the way. If his wife passed by, he gets nervous. And he's, you know, he's shaking, he gets nervous, and he's like, I can't do this. And he walks away. Second guy. Second guy has, I think it was a grenade he had. And he was going to throw the grenade and kill the um, heir to the throne, Archduke Francis Ferdinand. He threw it, I think he had pulled the pin, and he had threw it, not threw it the wrong way or something happened, and then it blew up. And it didn't kill him, he, he left. And it got blown up, and then, you know, they saw the explosion, Archduke Francis Ferdinand and his wife, they saw the explosion, and were like, oh man, what's going on there? And they had to take a detour. Now the third guy, sitting there waiting, he's like, man, this is taking too long. He leaves. I think he, it may have been something else with third guy, but he left. Goes to a sandwich shop. I feel like I'm reading a story right now. <laughs> he goes into the sandwich shop. After he goes to the sandwich shop, he buys a Subway sandwich. As he sits down eating the sandwich. Okay, I'll stop. I, I know, it's a pretty lame joke. I'm, I make lame jokes when I'm sick. But, um, as my, uh, one of my families will say, <coughs> I'm sick. <coughs> I'm sick. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I know, I'm laughing at my own dumb jokes. I'm sorry. People probably wonder, man, this dude is not funny. He's not hilarious. I try my best. But, okay, back to the third guy. So, third guy goes to the sandwich shop. He's like, okay, I'm buying a sandwich. I'm hungry. He's eating the sandwich. And the funny thing was, Archduke Francis Ferdinand, they had took a detour, but then he told his guards, he was like, or the driver, can we turn around? Because I want to go check on the people. Some of them got hurt by that explosion, that grenade explosion. I want to go check on them, see if they're okay. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm positive. I just want to make sure. So he had a good heart. Guy had a good heart. And he was like, sorry, I just got a message. I don't know if you guys heard that. But um, he was just trying to be a nice guy. Went back. Guy's in a sandwich shop eating his sandwich. Season passed by. He's like, this is my opportunity to do it since those first two guys failed. Got out, took out his gun, shot him and killed him. And I, he shot his wife too, I believe. And I think she died and she was pregnant with a child, I believe. Someone told me that. I don't know if that was true or not. I'll probably look it up after this podcast. Because I don't like giving out false information. That's not cool. But, um, yeah. That was just a little, um, I guess, story for you guys. And that's what started World War One. That was a little story for those of you who just didn't know that. Go look it up. Go actually read it and see if I was right, I guess. Go read that story. I mean, sad, but I mean, it's history. Um, somebody told me, I think I was in, I don't know, I don't remember what grade, I was in back in high school, um, but, um, it was in, like, ninth grade, and my history teacher, I was homeschooled, I did, I, um, videos, like, a back academy videos, and, um, taught, they taught me, um, like, you know, it was, uh, history, Science, you know, all the, all those classes. I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart right now. I'm trying to remember what he said. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. He always said that, you know, everybody remembers where you were at during, well, first it was during JFK's assassination. Everybody remembers where they were at. That's, that's the old generation, like the old, old generation. They remember where they were at during JFK's assassination. Then you have this generation where people remember where they were at 9-11. And then, I mean, I, I get nervous because, like, 
First it was JFK. Everybody remember where they were when they heard he got shot. It was 9-11. Everybody remember what happened when they, where they were at 9-11. What's next? And I, I always just get nervous. Like, I mean, what what's next? What's next? By the way, um, 9-11, I, um, certain things, like, I, I was looking that up not too long ago. And it was this image of this dude jumping out of the building. And I shouldn't have clicked on it. It's it's stuff like that that I, I can't I can't watch. Not necessarily watch, but I can't watch. Like I think they have footage of like the buildings falling down. Some I, I can't watch that stuff because like it makes me think, man, those people die in the screams and everything, and seeing the people come out the building with like burns. It's, I I can't watch. It just does something to me. Like I can't watch. It will keep me up at night. Literally, I'm not even joking. I, I can't do that stuff. Like, I heard a story about um some girl. I don't know how I ended up on it. I'm normally looking up stuff on the laptop and a MacBook. Um, just normally looking up stuff on there and just reading stuff. I don't know how I ended up. Uh, how I ended up on it. I was reading some stuff on murders and stuff. And um, I came across this woman named Purity Knight, I think her name was. And all oh, the hairs on my neck just stood up. I mean, this is quite scary story if you want my opinion on it but on um, purity night she had it, it wasn't a real story it wasn't a true story but uh, a lot of people thought it was true at first but the person who made up the story was like no it's not a true story it's not real but it's just the sheer thought of um of it being like you know man is this really true like the sheer thought of it, it, it did i use that word right sheer S-H-E-E-R. I think that's how you say it. I, I spell it. I apologize if I didn't say it right. But the thought of that just, you know, it, it, it kind of is a little scary. But uh, here's a story, for those of you who don't know. Um, she, was dating, she was dating a guy. Um, she decided to break up with him. This dude was ex, and then their exes. This dude was a psychopath. And he was like, you're not breaking up with me. Went to her house, grabbed her, put her in a truck, took her out to a place, and buried her alive. And then she died. When I read that story, I was just like, oh my gosh. And I, I thought it was real at first. But, you know, after looking through it, people were like, it's not real. It's not a real story. The person who wrote it uh, said it wasn't a real story. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I mean, that's sad. But, you know, some people probably, some people die that way. They're buried alive by someone. But, I mean, they said they had, like, footage or something of it. Or not footage, but, like, a video of it where it's just pitch black and you can hear, like, screaming and saying, like, help me, help me, I'm dying and stuff. And it's just, I, I can't watch things like that. That does something to me. And it's like, it will keep me up at night. Just like I said a couple episodes ago on my other podcast, just go give it a listen, of the Facebook killer and how he shot that guy. And that just kept me up at night. And it was just, all I could see was that old guy's face when he was about to get shot. And it's just, I, I can't watch certain things like that. And I um, saw a video not too long ago, it was, um, I forgot what video it was, but it was, it was still on Lee Harvey Oswald, we're talking about that, but John F. Kennedy was riding through the car, and it was a slow foot, it was like in slow motion, and you could see, ah, when the bullet hit him right, did I scare you, I'm sorry if I did, but where the bullet hit him right in the face, or it hit him right there in the neck, and then you see him grabbing his neck, and his wife, like, you know, I can't read her lips, but she's like, you know, you okay? What, what happened? And he's holding his neck like that. And then you see the second bullet fly across his face. And then his, like, cheek and the right side, right or left side of his face just goes. And all, I was like, oh, my 
goodness, that guy butchered our president. Like, I mean, I, I never saw nothing like that. Because, I, I mean, I I didn't think that... I knew they had footage of it, but I didn't think it was like raw footage of um, how it impacted his face and stuff. I never saw that before. And this was like a couple weeks ago. No, like a couple months ago, I had watched it. And I actually saw what happened. Because I was just looking up, reading stuff on JFK. Because I think I was watching a special on TV. And I was like, let me, let me just, you know, read up on it. And I was like, wow. I mean, my goodness. I mean, and it's even sadder because his wife was going in the back. And, I mean, she was trying to grab his brain and stuff. And it was like, what is she going to do with that? I mean, I guess it's just a shock of maybe if I grab this, everything will be okay. I mean, I just could not help but feel so bad. So I was like, oh, man. Oh, it's sad to think about now because she was grabbing his pieces of his head and cheek and she was trying to grab and it was like oh man I mean I I assume that is the worst thing somebody can go through having the spouse killed but um yeah I watched that and it just I mean that that it didn't keep me up at night that but it really made me sit back and think wow my I didn't know it was like that that crazy I think he died when he was at the hospital. They tried, well, I think on the way to the hospital, that's when he died, and they tried to revive him. I don't, I don't know what it was, but uh, what, what do people say? Um, I don't curse, but karma's a you know what. I think that's what people say. Yeah, I don't curse. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't see the need for it. Salty language. I don't, I don't see the need for it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's what people call it. Karma is a you know what. So it's kind of like you know, it's a little like oh. So he shot, Lee Oswald shot the president, and then Jack Ruby, the owner of a strip club, shot um, him in the stomach. It's a little, you know, like, huh. And this is another little thing. The people who had um, tried to save JFK's life were the same doctors who tried to save Lee Harvey Oswald's life. Because I remember I was watching a special, and I think it was one of the doctors and nurses, one, one of those people. And they were like, yeah, we had just, like, I think it was the day before, had just tried to, um... Save the president's life, and now we're trying to save the person who killed the president's life. And it was like, you know, you still have to try to save his life, even if it's like this dude killed the president, you still got to do your job. And I guess, which is, you know, I respect them for that because if it was me in that position, I was back in those days, if I was a doctor, well, I mean, I wouldn't be a doctor. Being a black person in the 60s, it wasn't a good time, but um, yeah. If I was in their shoes, I really would not want to save his life. I'm just, I'm being honest here. I'm being honest. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Just the kettle. We brew all tea. And I'm being honest. I wouldn't want to save his life. You would have shot our president. I wouldn't. It's like, you shot our president. The person who makes rules for us as Americans. You killed him. And now you want me to save his life. The guy who killed him. I just, it just wouldn't fly about me. So I respect them. For doing that. I really do. Because I believe a lot of other people put in their shoes. They wouldn't have saved them. They would just let them die. <laughs> but um. Yeah it's just. Uh, a lot of people say that's when the 60's died. And you know that's when things started going downhill. For America and everything. And I mean I wasn't alive back then. So I can't really say when you know. Things in America started to die. And everything. But I just. It all goes down safe. I don't believe in a whole conspiracy theories. Uh, it was four guys. I just believe he was an amazing... And by the way, it wasn't really a hard shot to shoot. It was like... 
like I said, it really wasn't that hard. Convertible, driving by slow, no rain, no wind. I mean, it really, it wasn't that hard. Um, it's like, um, this other guy, he, uh, I, I forgot what he was, he had killed, like, a bunch of people out of college, I think, and he was a Marine sniper, and he was on top of the building, look, look that up, Marine sniper, 1960s, yeah, I think it's 1960s, kills, um, college students, if you look that up, I'm pretty sure the story will pop up, and it was in, like, Texas, I think it was, it was, like, Texas school, Texas or Tennessee, but look that up and read that story. Um, that story is tragic, by the way. It's really sad. But um, I was going to tell you guys, but I mean, I don't really have a good collection of what happened. I just know he killed a lot of students from, like, top building with a sniper rifle. And he was a Marine sniper. So, I mean, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about next podcast. But right now, I don't really have all the information in my head. And I don't want to give you guys false information. So, I'm not going to do that. But, um, I guess that's how I feel about the whole conspiracy theories and everything of Lee Harvey Oswald. He was just one man. Great shot. Sorry, guys. No magic bullet. Nothing like that. Nothing that serious. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I, I got some topics over here, but I'm trying to um, think of what else I can talk about. I'm kind of winging it right now for this podcast, guys. I'm trying to start doing that. Because, I mean, I have some topics right, written down, but, you know, sometimes just one or two, and it's like, I started writing these down, like, last week after I got done with the last podcast. I didn't have a lot of time, so, I mean, I only had, like, four talks, and so, up track. <laughs> Sorry. Just trying to wing it. Almost trying to wing it over here. Um, I guess I could talk about Slipknot's new mask. I have that written down on here. A lot of people don't like him. Well, a lot of people don't like Corey Taylor's, I think his name is, his lead singer, his new mask. Cause they say it looks like trash. I saw a picture of one dude. He um had like he made it out of milk carton and it made the same mask. He was like, my mask looks better than his. And I chuckled. I was like, Haha, that's funny. But I mean, I, I think his mask is okay. I mean, it, it kind of looks like kind of looks like Michael Myers' mask almost, with the top bit cut off and the lower bit cut off, without the hair. I think it's okay. I, I like it. I don't see what the hate around his mask is for. I mean, I. I think it's alright, it's okay. Could it be better? Yeah, maybe just a little bit. But I mean, I think it's okay for what it is. Um, Sid Wilson, I think his name is, the DJ? Yeah, I like his mask. His mask is pretty cool. He made it like after his own face. So his, yeah, his mask is pretty cool. Um, there's nine members in the band, so it's kind of hard to remember everybody's name. Let's see, I, they have Corey Taylor, Sid Wilson, Mick Thompson, Jim Root, um, Sean Crahan, Clown, I think. Um, Corey's got a clown mask, that's fuck. Uh, Jay Weidenberg, sorry if I mispronounced his name. Um, the new guy, what they call him Tortilla Man, since Chris Fan is not in the band, but Tortilla Man, we'll call him that. What are we, at seven right now. So I got two more left. Um, the bass, pal- bass player, Alessandro, I forgot his name. Uh, by the way, rest in peace, Paul Gray. He was the original bass player, but he died of an overdose, so rest in peace, Paul. Um, we had eight. So I got one more. One more. Who's the other guy? Oh, um, the guy, I, I forget his name all the time. He's got spikes coming out of his, um, mask. I always forget his name. But yeah, you have him. So those are nine members of the band. A lot of people. Jeez, yeah, that's a lot of people to be in the band. But, um, yeah, I bought a Slipknot shirt from Hot Topic not too long ago. I like it. It looks pretty cool. Um, I almost want to say ended here. 
because I don't just want to sit here and try and think of other topics to talk about. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. I'm flipping through the pages, guys, because I had, I said I was going to go back some of these days and see about my other podcast. So let's flip through. I have my notebook right here. Let us flip through and let's see what we got. By the way, how are you guys doing? I think I got something short. My top 10 favorite movies. I, this was a list I was going to do for a YouTube video. Because I was thinking about getting YouTube. But it's a lot to do. I don't do that. But I was like. My top 10 movies. Let's see what. Let's see what we got. I'll give you guys number 10. I got the whole list right here. Training Day. That movie was good. That I, I love that. I remember watching it for the first time. I was like, man, this movie is good. I see why Denzel Washington got a, um, I think it was a, an award for doing that role. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Training Day is definitely in there. Number nine is Enter the Dragon. Not The Last Dragon, but Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Uh, oh, I forgot the other guy's name. It was a black guy. Not trying to be racist. And another white guy. But um, that movie was really good. Uh, another insight, by the way. Um. I think his name was John Saxon. Yeah, John Saxon and Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly was a black guy. John Saxon was a white guy. Bruce Lee had originally wanted Jim Kelly, the black guy, to... Now, by the way, this was like in the early 70s, 1973, I think the year was. Bruce Lee wanted Jim Kelly to actually survive. Because for those of you who don't know, Jim Kelly dies in the movie by Mr. Han. Mr. Han. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what I just thought of? So in the movie, Mr. Han doesn't have a hand. His hand is gone. One of his hands is gone. And he has a metal hand that he uses. Mr. Han does not have a hand. Han hand. And I know it's sad, but I just thought about that. Maybe that's one. Of, maybe that's the reason why they call him Mr. Han. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about that. Man, that movie was so good. I used to watch that movie all the time when I was a kid, man. I'm not that old. I wasn't born in the 60s or 70s. I'm not that old. I'm not going to tell you my age. But, um, yeah. Enter Dragon. Really good. That was in number nine. But, yeah, Jim Kelly. Bruce Lee wanted, originally wanted Jim Kelly to um, not die in the movie. And he was going to say, John, why don't you die? I mean, yeah, I'm paraphrasing. You're, you're a white guy. I think the black people in the black community need to, you know, have him survive so they have, you know, black power and everything. He didn't say that, but, you know, I'm paraphrasing it. But John was like, no, I don't want to die. So, in the end, Jim Kelly actually died in the movie. But it would have been nice to see Jim Kelly in the end and John Saxon die from Mr. Han. So, that, that would have been pretty cool. Um, number eight, Dark Knight. That movie was, and it's, I think I said this before, but it's not because Hart, Harvey, <laughs> I cannot talk today, guys, but Heath Ledger died. I just think it was such a good movie, and it was amazing. By the way, his lip smacking Heath Ledger was annoying, though, because he'd always be like this. <laughs> My top ten list. <sighs> gaming reviews. And the game reviews. And the movie reviews and WWE video, ah, yos. yeah, that that got annoying. It just I didn't really too much care for the lip smacking, but that movie was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, let's see, number what are we at? I think we're at number seven. Yeah, number seven was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, not the newest one. The original one was good. That one was pretty good. I watched that a couple times, and I think. I made myself add a horror movie into that. I was like, I need to add a horror movie. I need to have movies from different genres. I don't, I don't do romance. I'm sorry, I just don't. That's that's me. I don't. Well, no, no, I got one of romance. Yeah, I got one that's romance. I'm sorry. So yeah, I got one. Yeah, 
So I had at least maybe one movie in every genre. So I was like, I gotta add horror in there. I gotta everything else. So let's go with horror. And I picked Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I was like, yeah, I've only seen a movie maybe about like five times. Last time I watched it, I think I was waiting for some Chinese food. And then I was like, oh, you know, I'm watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre on TV. No, yeah, that, that movie that movie was pretty good. Scary for its time, I guess, but you know. I should buy a Leatherface mask on eBay one of these days. Well, what you guys think? Buy the mask, and I don't know. I can't really show it to you guys, because I don't have video for podcasts, but I don't know. Say I actually got it and tell you what I think. I don't know. Maybe I will. Probably not. I mean, I've been wasting money left and right. I bought a five-string bass. I paid, um... <sighs> paid about $200 for it. But, um, yeah, I, I got that coming in the mail. And then I got a new bass strap, which is about $100. And, uh, yeah, I got that coming in the mail. But, yeah. So, um, let's go, let's go to number, I think, what are we on? Number seven? No, what did I say? Training Day, Enter the Dragon, Text Change. No, we're on number six, I think. I'm sorry. My list is, uh, I, I'm not great at taking notes about this. It's kind of stuff. Sorry. <laughs> number six, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, first time I watched it, I had, um, I think I was watching it with my pants. Yeah, I was watching it with my pants first time. And I was young, and I was like, man, I don't know if I could do this. And they were like, if you don't want to watch it, because like, that first scene just hits you like, Jesus, is this what war really is? Like, I've heard stories of people, World War II veterans going to see it, and then they had to step out because it was just, it was so realistic of what they actually went through. I mean, I've heard stories of a lot of people from, um, who went to Vietnam and who came back and just they didn't talk and they didn't say anything and they were just quiet because of what they saw. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like going to war. I heard someone tell me that when you went to Vietnam, you had the you had about probably a couple days to live. That that's what they betted on. You had a couple days to live because it was just it was ridiculous. You had like maybe six days to live once you got there, and you were done. I mean, I could only imagine. Going through the forest and having to worry about mines. Because once you step on one, you're, you you blow up. You're, you're done. There's no going back and going back in time. Once you step on a mine, you're done. So it's like, you know, yeah. But um, Saving Private Ryan, that movie was good. Uh, speaking of Saving Private Ryan, I got Call of Duty World War Two. Should I replay that story, guys? I don't know. That, that story, I think I... I always start on it. I'm like, yeah, I should replay it. I always start on it, and I always do the first mission and afterwards. I kind of get bored of it, and then I just stop playing it. I haven't played Call of Duty in a long time. I just stop playing it. But, um, I don't know. We'll see. But that, that um, Save Private Ryan is definitely number six. Number five, Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. I count those as two movies together, because you can buy the movies, not, in, not separately, but you can buy them in a pack. So I count those two movies. Quentin Tarantino, my favorite screenwriter... And director, for those of you who don't know, he's the main guy who got me into writing screenplays and stories, because I love his work. I remember the first time, that was the first movie I saw by Quentin Tarantino, by the way, Kill Bill, Volume 1. And it was just great, the whole, her going to Japan and finding them in that, uh, I'm about to say bingo hall, oh my goodness, guys, I'm, I'm losing my mind today, I'm losing my mind. Not the bingo hall, but whatever it was. She was finding them, using a sword. I mean, that was just, that was so awesome. Martial arts. And it was like, you know, it was, it was, it was just good. That's all I can say. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's amazing. Star Star Cast, in my opinion. Um, Kill Bill Volume 1, Volume 2. Good, great movies. 
my opinion, I kind of like Volume 1 better. Mostly because, you know, I like the Japanese culture. And I liked it when she went to Japan. She used a sword. Kibo Volume 2 was kind of, you know, it was good. It was good to me. I liked it. It was it was good. I just, I, I prefer number one a little bit. Uh, here's another side about that. Quentin Tarantino was originally supposed to release, was originally going to release that as one whole movie. Volume 1 and Volume 2. But once he got done, it was like over, I think, five, four hours. It was like, it's clocked in in about like five hours or so, I think. And he was like, man, this is a lot. So he had to split it up in two. But um, I think a movie theater was running it. When it first came out, you could see Kibo Volume 1 and Volume 2. After Volume 1, it'd be like intermission for like 10 minutes, and then they would show Volume 2. I would have I would have went to one of those. I would have. You better did. Um, number four, The Great Gatsby. That is my romance movie. I mean, I remember watching it. And the scene that got me, scene that got me. Yeah, for those of you watching, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the newest Great Gatsby, not the old one. I said Gatsby. I think it's Gatsby. Sorry, it's the Great Gatsby. The scene that got me was in the newest one. It was when he was talking to his girl Leonardo DiCaprio, and he was throwing the clothes on the bed, and that song was playing in the background. I just, I, 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 I almost cried. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm laughing right now because I don't cry a lot when I watch movies. I don't cry because like you know it's not real, and it's like you know that almost made me cry because I was like, oh man, he really loves this girl, like he really loves her. And then that song was playing. What was it? I wanted to do you. I know I can't sing, but do you still love me? Do you still love me? Yeah, when I am young and free. Go to give it a listen. Lana Del Rey, Young and Free, I think it's called. But yeah, that 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 almost made me. It almost made me cry. Struck my heart, man. Struck my heart. That was a great movie. That was really good. But the ending is what really got me. Go watch that movie. That's good. Number three is Scarface. I had to put it in there, guys. I, I just had to. I was like, I don't know where it's going to land, but Scarface is definitely in top ten of my movies. I mean, I had Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi, get the yayo. <laughs> that, movie, that movie was just good. I remember the first time watching it, a lot of people were talking about chainsaw scene, chainsaw scene, chainsaw scene. And I finally watched it, I was like, oh, man, jeez, oh, oh, my goodness. It, it was a great movie. Anytime Scarface is on, I always got to turn it on. It was, it was, it was good. Avera! I was only kidding! <laughs> Those movies are just good. I tell you, one of those days, I'm going to get a bathtub. But, like, the one he had in the movies, the Scarface, I'm, I'm going to get one of those. I'm going to get one of those. But, um, yeah, that is definitely a good movie. If you haven't seen it, which I'm shaking my head right now, like, everybody has seen Scarface. Like, I mean, come on, everybody has seen Scarface. But if you haven't seen it, I guess go watch it. Last two. I was kind of rolling a dice with these. I didn't know which one to be number. that had to be number one. I, I, I thought about it like this. Which do I like more? Action or dialogue? <sighs> oh, by the way, they're both Quentin Tarantino movies. I'm just letting you guys know that. So, I had to... I, I was I was really thinking... This was really hard to pick. And it was like, I don't know which one. I, I don't know. I'm confused. So, I rolled the dice. Number two. On my list of top ten lists. Can, can I get a drum roll, please? Django Unchained. I, I I had to put that at number two. It was originally going to be number one. But then it was either that or the next one I was about to say. And I was like, which one is which one is good? I mean, which one can I actually sit through and watch and, I guess, say the lines of the movie? Most of the lines. And I was like, yeah. The next one I'm about to say, I was like, yeah, I can do that one. Django Unchained, great movie. So good. I think one of its flaws almost, though, to me, 
they had should have had a little bit more action. I mean, they did, but for a movie about a bounty hunter and gunslingers, I think they could have added a you know, like maybe two or three more action scenes in it. But I mean, I ain't complaining. It was good. Leonardo DiCaprio. Those who don't know, which you probably should, I guess, if you have seen the movie. Um, he actually injured his hand when he smashed, I think, his hand on the table in that one scene when he got upset. When he got upset, he smashed his hand and he started bleeding, uh, for real. That's why in the next scene he's got that uh thing on his hand because they were like, okay, we'll shoot the next scene. So you, since you know your hand is bleeding, we'll go ahead and we'll shoot that. And that's that's what they did. But that move was definitely top two. That was that move was just amazing. I remember first time watching, it, I was like, man, I'm a sucker for westerns, so I mean, I had to put it in there. And at number one, we have. I think you all know what number one is. I said a Quentin Tarantino movie. I think you all know what that is. Pulp Fiction. I mean, come on. What what else? I, I said Quentin Tarantino, so I kind of gave it away. But what else did you guys think? It was going to be Reservoir Dogs. By the way, that one was good too. It was going to be Death Proof. I hate Death Proof. I didn't really like it. It was going to be The Hateful Eight. I mean, that one was good. But I think it was dialogue was just... It clocked in at like two hours and like 50 minutes. So dialogue. Quentin killed me with that one. I didn't fall asleep on it, but I almost did. And it was like, Jesus, they still talking, man? That's a lot of dialogue. What about Pulp Fiction? Definitely. I mean, that's what it came down to. Which one can I, you know, sit down and watch over and over again? If I had to pick one movie to watch every day, that's probably the one. Pulp Fiction. I mean, it, it, that movie was good. Samuel Jackson, John Travolta. Uh, by the way, John Travolta wasn't originally supposed to be in it. It was going to be Michael Madsen. He's the, um, he plays, I think his name is Bud. Bud and Kill Bill. Yeah, uh, Bill's brother. That's who he plays. Um... Yeah, but he was originally supposed to play John Travolta, John Travolta, John Travolta's character, um, but Vincent. Yeah, he was originally supposed to play Vincent, but uh, he turned it down for another movie, which something he said he did regret. He was like, "I should have been Pulp Fiction," but you know, John Travolta got the role. That's so sad, Michael. But yeah, that movie was just amazing from beginning to end. I will say, you know, uh, Butch's story was kind of to me. To me, it was kind of you know, like. Eh, but it, it still was good. Oh, man. Movie. It kind of traumatized me in some ways. I think you guys know what scene I'm talking about to where it traumatized me. But, yeah. At a... When they're in the pawn store. Yeah. We're just going to leave it at that. This is a PG podcast. Or a PG-13 podcast. Let's just keep it that way. Let's keep it PG-13, guys. Let's keep it that way. But, um... Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Number one. I think that's it. I'm at 38 minutes. I spent some time talking about um, what was going on with the podcast and everything. I think that's it, guys. I think that's everything. I enjoy talking to you guys. I enjoy doing that. Uh, it's the Kettle Podcast. We brought tea. I'm trying to hurry up my ending because I have to go blow my nose. <laughs> I'm sick, guys. I'm not feeling my best. But I pushed through for you guys today. I said, I'm going to push through. I'm going to give these guys a podcast. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to push through. I'm going to do it. And I did it. 39 minutes. It was, I guess, sort of quick. So I normally go like 48 minutes. But um, a little quick podcast. How you guys doing, huh? You guys doing okay? I'm doing all right. Aside from me being sick. Um, I know maybe some people are going through tough times. Um. I know, you know, things may not be going your way. You may be having depression, suicidal thoughts, I don't know. Maybe addicted to drugs. Everybody's got their addiction or their personal demons that they fight with. 
only thing that matters about that is how you get over those personal demons and how you fight them. I believe, you know, anybody can change. It don't matter how old you are. It don't matter how long you've been in an addiction. Anybody can change. The road's going to be hard, but towards the end, when you get to that finish line, you're going to look back and say, man, that road was hard, but it was so worth it. It was so worth it, man. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I, um, I've done things. And, you know, after, you know, finally realized I had did wrong. And I went on that journey to, you know, try and fix it. And then once I got to the finish line, I look back and I'm like, oh, guys, I'm trying not to cry, I guess. Because I've been through some things. But, I mean, you just, you think. And it's like, man, I, the road was hard. But I did it. It was hard. It was long. You feel like your legs are about to be done. But you just finally make it over that finish line. It's like, I did it. I did it. Had a lot of people help me on the way, and I finally did it. So those of you who are going through some things, I mean, it's okay. Don't feel ashamed of what you're going through. Everybody goes through personal things, no matter what it is. Everybody does. Like I said, what matters most is how you get over that stuff. You guys are going to be okay. You got your fellow Trey here with the Kettle Podcast. We brew all the tea to keep an eye on y'all. For all my listeners who listen. I can't see uh, who listens because I I use Anchor Podcast and it only tells me I got one view on there. So I don't know who listens on Spotify or Google Podcasts or anything like that. I can't tell. But um, to all my viewers out there, I guess. I would like to think I at least have 100 viewers. I doubt it. I think I don't have that much. I'd be happy with 10 viewers if I'm being honest. Maybe I should see if I can tell how many people listen to my podcast one of these days. But Back to what I was saying. Feeling some sort of way, guys, today. It's alright. Everybody has their bad days. Everybody has their bad week. Some people have bad months. It's happened to me before where I had a whole month where things just went downhill. And I was like, man, how am I going to get out of this? And then, like I said, once you finally get out of it, you look back and you say, I'm glad it happened. Because it made me a better person. A better man, a better woman, better husband, better father, better brother, better sister, um, better cousin, whatever you want to say. Just be glad. You're going through an addiction, get help. First step to getting help from an addiction, something like that, is saying, I got a problem. You depressed? Go to a therapist. First step when it comes to depression is, you know, I got to talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. I got to open up. I can't be in my shell anymore and sit there and be sad all the time. Go get some help. Go to a therapist. I'll be glad to talk to you, I'm pretty sure. I just feel like I need to say some more. Uh, like I said last podcast, I always want to say, you know, something to, I guess, lighten up the mood towards the end. So, I mean, just feeling a little down. It's okay. All right? Things are going to be all right. You're going to be fine. Okay? You got your family. If you talk to your family, I guess. But if you don't have anybody, you got the Lord Jesus Christ, I guess. You ain't ever alone when you got Jesus. I mean, ain't that what people say? <laughs> I heard that off a comedy show one time. The guy was just like, yeah, he's right. No, he's right. And I've been alone when he got Jesus. I will move that. I think that was Ted with Mark Wahlberg and um, uh, Seth. Not Seth Rogen, but uh, not Seth Green either. Seth McFarlane, I think it's Yeah. He was like, know when you got Jesus. And it was a joke, but I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I guess it's pretty right. <laughs> and I laughed. But uh, yeah. 43 minutes, guys. 
talking about conspiracy theories and uh, my top 10 favorite movies. Next podcast, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll talk. By the time next podcast comes, I don't know if my base is going to be here. That's what I'm thinking. It's supposed to come next Thursday. Where I'm at right now, it's uh, Friday. Yeah, it's supposed to come next Thursday. So maybe I'll do one next Friday. And I'll, um, I'll play it on Thursday for a little bit, maybe a good hour or so. And then I'll tell you guys what I think of it. And, uh, yeah, I'll tell you guys what I think of it. It's a five-string, by the way. So, yeah. Podcast with Blog T. This is Trey. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, night, morning, whatever time you listen to this. And peace out, my good friends.